Welcome to the CFN Podcast. what's going on everyone um this has been way too long way too long i checked back on my instagram and uh i think the last time i think it was episode 13 i posted it was about the middle of may all right i've been pretty damn busy since then um i have a lot of stuff going on that i'm working on kind of under the covers here and i'm working on some certification stuff with the cscs exam if you guys are familiar with that it's a certified strength and conditioning coach. It's a $500 test, so I cannot fool around, and it is not like any other uh, stupid high school or college test. So we got to take this seriously. Um, I've taken a break from a lot of posting and podcast stuff um, just because, you know, priorities shift, and you have to adjust to those priorities, all right? So that's your life lesson today. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I am your host, CJ Campbell, and today... I really want to talk to you guys about something that has happened to me that has been building up and now over the years it has all kind of made sense. It's it's just really made sense. So I want to share it with you because most of you, actually probably like 80% of you, um, have been through this and experienced this now and just don't know how to put it in words. So I'm going to try to do that for you or at least try to explain it a little bit better or maybe try to you know pull out what you're thinking. So, what we're going to talk about today is sport specialization. Now, I'm not going to go into being broad about it and talking in just general terms. I'm actually going to tell you guys about my experience with sport specialization because it's actually really impacted where I am today. And thinking back on it uh, and writing these notes for this podcast, I kind of sat there and thought, you know, this is everything happens for a reason. Um, and I do, you know, believe in faith and all that stuff. So I truly think that these events that have occurred over my span of my athletic career, uh, have truly led me to where I am. And I'll go through that as we go into this podcast. So, uh, this is solely based on my experience mixed in with some true, uh, facts and headings that I pulled out from some research topics, but we're not going to get too, too factual today. We're just going to be, you know, pretty personal. So maybe some of you guys can relate, some of you may not. Either way, that's all right. Uh, we're going to dive right into it. So the headings I kind of wrote down today that I want to talk about is obviously my story or my athletic career, pretty much, and how sports specialization kind of snowballed in the uh, 16 years of my sports career, pretty much. So um, I'm going to talk about where I am now. Uh, the pros of sports specialization and the cons of it, including injuries, psychological stress, which is probably the one that's hit me the hardest, and just downright quitting, which is also common in youth, youth sports, um, high school, college, whatever. Honestly, I've seen it at all levels. So I'm going to go over what I tell my athletes now as a coach, what I tell parents. I'm going to share some stories about that. And those are really, really, really unique to me. And they really stick with me because when I went through those experiences with what I tell the kids and the parents, uh, it's really changed the way I look at coaching. So, And I'll give you guys a final message at the end, just like I always do with most of my podcasts. So this is episode 14. 
Um, I can't believe we're at 14 already. I can't believe I'm at 14 already. And uh, I'm pretty excited to get back into it. This is the first one in a while, so if I sound a little rusty, um, I know you'll probably judge me, but fuck you, all right? <laughs> uh, all right, so my story. My athletic career. Guys, I played ice hockey for 16 years, all right? I love it. It's probably my favorite sport. It's the only sport I was ever really connected to. Um, I tried football and baseball when I was little. I stopped playing both of those sports since sixth grade. Some of you that have played football or still play baseball or maybe still play both, uh, you might be sitting there asking, like, oh, why'd you quit? Why didn't you go on with it? Football, I thought, was dumb. Um, I didn't really see the point of it. I wasn't very good at it either. Uh, maybe that was why I thought it was dumb. But uh, it never really stuck with me. Um, yeah, I just I, I didn't catch, catch on to the sport at all. Now, baseball, I actually enjoyed more. But I also didn't like the point of standing there waiting for a ball to be hit to you. And you don't even know if it's going to be hit to you. All right? I played the outfield sometimes, not the whole time. But when I did, sometimes we would go like three or four innings without the ball even being hit in my direction. So there's little CJ standing in the damn outfield doing jack shit because uh, it, it was just a boring game. Um, I love to watch baseball. I don't like to play it as much. So that's just kind of the give and take. And once I hit sixth grade, I kind of quit both of those and I wanted to go full-blown hockey. Um, before I hit sixth grade, I was playing ice hockey already and I was also playing deck and roller hockey at the time. I quit both of those because I didn't see the importance of those anymore. And I wanted to solely, solely, solely focus on ice hockey. And that's just what I wanted to do because that's what made me happy and that's what I was good at. So after 6th grade, I didn't play another sport until about 8th or ninth grade. I can't really remember. Um, but it, it lasted only about 2 years and I played volleyball. So I think I played volleyball 8th and ninth grade. Uh, maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe it was 7th and 8th. I, I can't remember. But anyway, it was about those 2 years only. All right, and when I played volleyball, I loved it. I really, really loved it, but it was very strict because it was a school sport and we had practice for three hours a night, so I'm sure most of you can relate if you played school sports. Um, so in that sense, you know, I really never had time to do what I wanted to do during the off season, whether it was work on my skating stride or work on my shot. And then right after the season was over, tryouts would roll around and then you would start practices in May already summer practices so um, other sports to me just kind of got in the way and if you're sitting here listening to this right now and you kind of agree with that I feel you and sometimes when you're solely 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 focused on one sport um, it kind of seems like everything else is just kind of a nuisance to you and I'll go over that later in the podcast so uh, yeah volleyball lasted about two years I didn't like it because it got in the way of hockey and Hockey was just what I solely wanted to focus on, and uh, I did pretty well up through high school. Had a bunch of injuries that I'll talk about later in the podcast, and uh, after, well, not after, about my junior, senior year in high school, I was solely set on going to play juniors or in college. My mom and I had a lot of talks about it, um, and she was always that mom that, you know, let me do. She wouldn't give a shit if I played chess or hockey. She just didn't want me to quit. So whatever, we always had a rule in our house. Uh, if you if you start something, you finish it. It's just plain and simple. It doesn't matter how much you hate it. doesn't matter how much you bitch, anything like that. 
you start something, you finish it. And I think that's very important because a lot of kids today don't have that mentality and they think they're entitled to uh, make decisions on their own whenever they're not the ones paying for it and they're not the ones getting their asses driven to practice by their parents. So um, a lot of entitlement plays into those kind of decisions. And uh, at the time, let's go back to that. At the time, I was going to go to community college for marketing because uh, I wanted to play juniors. I knew I could probably do it online, and I was so pumped because I got invited out to um, a three-day exhibition game in New York out in Jamestown. So my mom and I drove out there, and, uh, you know, I, I played for a weekend, and I fucking hated it. Um, I sat on the bench, and in the middle of the game, literally, uh, I just felt myself lose all interest in competitive edge. And it's something I've never felt before, because in high school, that's what all I was about. I was about hockey. I was the hockey kid. I had, you know, the long hair my senior year. Um, we made it to the championship game, blah, blah, blah. Went to nationals for my amateur team, and, you know, I was loving it. I was really loving it, and I wanted it to carry outside of high school. So, I thought juniors was the next best option. So I got invited out to a camp, and it just kind of hit me like a sack of bricks. And if you're the same way listening to this, you can kind of understand. Uh, some of you guys, it takes a little bit of time to realize, but when I was just sitting there, I didn't want to put you know, this style of play first. And at juniors, I didn't really feel like it was a good style of play. So I decided that you know I just wanted to quit. And right there was the moment I kind of lost all of my competitive edge to play, to compete, to really grind. And um, after the game, I I came up from the locker room and I told my mom, I said, you know what, I don't want to play. I don't want to play anymore. I'm done playing hockey. And (laughs) all of this literally happened within, you know, 20 minutes. And I I swear to God, guys, I'm not joking. Like, this wasn't a build-up. This literally just happened smack dab right on the spot when I was sitting on the bench in the middle of the game and um, it was really hard to do and then I had to walk my ass back down the stairs and walk into the coach's office and tell him you know I'm not coming back I'm not signing that contract I want to go home I want to go to school and uh, I kind of lost all of my competitive edge because I just felt like I was really burned out and I you know was focusing way 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 too much time on hockey, and I knew there was more to sports, and I'll get into that a little later, deeper into the podcast. Um, but yeah, so I went to juniors, played for three days, really fucking hated it, and I came home because you know I, I just lost it. I lost it, and I solely think it's because of sports specialization in a negative way. Um, when I came home, I didn't play any sports for three or three or four years all throughout college, and then my senior year of college. Um, Slippery Rock Hockey asked me to come play because one of their defensemen got hurt and my friend was uh, about to join the team too and he asked me to come skate and I went and skated I didn't lose a stride and I kind of gained that competitive edge back Um, so I played for one semester and I got offered an internship opportunity and an interview so if I wanted this internship which I really wanted to do because at the time I was starting to get into the fitness industry strength and conditioning Uh, During college, I did an uh, internship every single summer, whether it was a personal training one or a strength and conditioning one, and I kind of tested the waters with uh, the fitness industry, so I knew I needed to do this, and to do that, I needed to quit hockey, 
And right there, you know, when my mom and I were making a decision for me to quit, um, I knew God had other plans. So that kind of was the final closing of the book for my hockey career. And looking back on it now, I'm kind of glad because I do realize sports aren't life. And, you know, doing this internship, um, I knew it was going to take me further and higher than hockey ever would have in my entire life. And it's not because I sucked, all right? It's just because I just lost the drive. I was burned out. And uh, I didn't want to play hockey anymore. I have no competitive spirit to ever play hockey ever again, not even for an adult league team. So let's get deeper into that. Um, Where I am now. All right. I said that you know I have the internship. I was done with college, and during college, I coached for two years on the ice. I think my freshman year of college and sophomore year, um, I was an ice coach. I was an assistant coach, and uh, I loved it. But a piece of me wanted to walk away. And at the end of my second season coaching, I knew I needed to walk away from the ice. I knew I needed to get away from the rink and not show up. And mostly because of these three things. It wasn't because of the players. It wasn't because I got treated badly. Anything like that. Three things. Parents, politics, and other priorities. Alright? Let me tell you guys. Your priorities are going to shift. Monthly, yearly, whatever. But in my short you know, time in the fitness industry and going through hockey and stuff, your priorities change pretty quick. And a lot of people... You know, their egos are way too big to accept that, and they don't want to accept it because they're scared, or they're immature, or their ego is too big, and they don't want to accept that they have to switch their priorities. So, um, what I did, you know, I hated it so much, but I, I had to step away from ice hockey as a coach, too. So, here I am. I have no competitive spirit to really play hockey at all, and here I am now. I don't want to coach hockey. So I kind of sat there. I was like, all right, well, what the hell do I do? Um, And that's where, you know, I had to find other priorities. So I started working more. And uh, the other two things, parents and politics, you know, parents nowadays are just extremely entitled and it's sad. Uh, They push their kids to do way too much and they expect way too much out of their kids at a young age. And it's it's truly sad because it really hinders their development um, and it really hinders their chance to actually build a social life around sports if that makes sense to you guys, or if you've experienced that yourself, if you have a dad or a mom that was like that, um, it's truly sad. And I've seen it happen firsthand to kids, and it literally ruins them. Uh, Politics, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast right now, if you played a sport at any level, you figured out politics, you figure out who gets favored, um, who always has a good shot of making the team if they show up, you know, and haven't worked out once, or haven't skated at all or haven't thrown a ball, whatever sport you played, uh, you always had that one kid on the team that could not show up at all and he'd be just fine because the coaches want him or you know the board wants him, whatever the case may be. But everyone's experienced politics. So those three things, priorities, politics, and parents, um, it's really a big reason why I walked away. So that's what I so now. Here I am sitting around, no hockey, no coaching. And um, I thought, all right, I had two personal training certifications at the time, so I thought, why not make it a full-time gig and try to get into strength and conditioning? And there is a difference between strength and conditioning and personal training. Let me tell you guys that right now, okay? Um, But I wanted to get into strength and conditioning, so what did I do? I went back to Butler Hockey, and I asked them if I could be the strength and conditioning coach, and that was the first time anyone's ever made 
that position. So I walked in, I made the position myself, I got accredited with CPR and all that junk, and uh, I, I wanted to create a job for myself. So that's what I did, and I haven't looked back since. I, don't, I have no intention on going back to ice coaching, I have no intention on anything like that to deal with the hockey rink. I love off-ice, I love performance, I love pushing kids um, to where they need to be in order to perform and reduce the risk of injury. So that, uh, that turned into my passion. And looking back on it now, you know, losing that competitive edge in Jamestown, New York when I was playing juniors that weekend and uh, when I was standing on the bench during coaching, all of that led up to me being where I am now. And I truly think uh, everything happens for a reason. So my specialization with hockey, I played two to three teams every year, all year, 365. I was on the ice six to seven days a week. Um, hockey was the only sport I was really good at, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, and I didn't have the passion to really do anything else. I quit everything. I didn't do any clubs. I didn't do any other sports. I didn't do any shit outside of school. I didn't go out with girls. I didn't do any of that. I literally focused all my time and all my energy into hockey. And I literally think that had the biggest negative turnout on, um, not just my body, but, you know, my mind and my consciousness too when it comes to competitiveness and really loving the game. So that's my specialization in a little bit more detail. Uh, The pros of sports specialization, right? There's not many guys. I did some research and the only two I could really come up with was the development of skill. And, you know, it's really the fuel for the next level. Most kids don't have that. So with development of skill, you know, obviously you have to get good to play at the next level. That's, yeah, that's common sense. All of you listening right now know that. But with development, you have to be consistent. And to be consistent, you have to be willing to sacrifice. All right. So you have to be willing to practice every day. You have to be willing to tell your friends no and all that junk. I can go on a motivational rant for you guys, but I'm not going to do that because that's not the subject of the podcast today. Um, so development of skill, you know, you need that to go to the next level. Most kids don't have it. They really, really don't. And the only way you're going to get to the next level of, is if you develop your skills. Unless you're genetically a freak, um, <laughs> most of you know what it's like to grind every day and have those really daunting schedules that you know make you want to quit sometimes. So that's normal, but those were really the only pros of sports specialization. Seriously, there's not many guys, but the cons, all right? I wanted to focus on three sub-areas. Injuries, psychological stress, and quitting. Okay, I think those are the big three. Um, that I found during research that I did for this subject. And uh, let's touch on them a little bit compared with my experience. So with injuries, obviously overtraining uh, on and off the ice and overuse, the fatigue or too much use and no rest. You guys know that if you work out or um, have experienced that in sports yourself, sometimes you get sprains, strains, reoccurring injuries, anything like that. Um, So I'm sure most of you guys can relate. Now, I have a little story to tell you guys with um high school so when we were in high school we started lifting and my coaches really got me into lifting and um that's where my passion started okay so like i said this has really been a snowball effect um of where i am today and it's kind of weird and it's kind of like crazy to think about it but anyway um with butler we started lifting we started deadlifting if you guys know what that is puts a lot of strain on the lower back Um, It's a structural exercise. If you don't do it right, it can really hurt you. But if you do do it right, it's really helpful. But anyway, um, my senior year, I fractured my L5 vertebrae. 
Um, and the only reason why I was able to keep playing is because the lower back muscles were strong enough around it to when it happened, it didn't really shift uh, the stress fractures in any certain direction. It kind of held that vertebrae in place. So the doctor said it could have been worse. But um, I truly believe it's from overtraining. We were in the gym a lot, and then we would go on the ice. Like I said, I was on the ice six days a week. Some of you guys, you're on the field. You're playing. You're practicing six, seven days a week. You can relate. Um, and that's what happened to me. I hurt my back my senior year. Missed out on my senior night. Um, lived off, you know, steroid packs, which are just like Advil on, you know, cr crazy steroids. I don't know how many milligrams, but... Um, Lived off those, just painkillers, all during playoffs. And uh, injuries really, you know, took a toll on me because now I still pay for them to this day. And I deal with it every day, but it's not something we always bitch about because it's always, um, there's always a way to counterbalance it and there's always a way to improve it. So, overtraining is one of them. I solely believe that's why I got injured. Um, and overuse. You're on the ice, you're on the field all week long, every day. You know, your legs start getting fatigued, you need a rest, you're not getting it. Um, all of that stuff just adds up into injuries. And it can be really painful. And it, I know numerous people that have missed out on the next level solely because of overuse injuries. Um, I hear stories all the time. I read stuff all the time. And it's really sad because a lot of people have a lot of potential. And I'm sure I had potential. But, you know, I get injured. I did physical therapy. I didn't, and that's, again, it's like that snowball that just keeps reoccurring. Um into that final decision of just not liking the game anymore to compete. But anyway, uh, those are the two subheadings for injuries, just overtraining and overuse. Those are common. I'm sure some of you guys have experienced that before on your own. And uh, psychological stress was the second one. All right, This is the one I want to focus on because that's the one that's taken the biggest toll on me. Um, I didn't really research this. I kind of came up with my own subheadings and what I've heard from other people. So if you guys relate to these subheadings... Uh, that's kind of cool because I feel like these are some pretty big points that a lot of people have that they don't know how to put into words sometimes. So the first one I have here is focusing on the desire to win and get better. That's all you focus on. If you're truly sports specializing, you only want to focus on winning. And it usually starts at the high school level because when you're a kid, you don't give a fuck. You're just out there to have fun and get your juice box and your bag of chips after the game because some mom or dad is like supplying the snacks for that, you know? Um, <laughs> most of you guys have been through that, okay? Uh, but at the high school level, that's where that competitive edge starts to come in and it starts to sit in the back of your head. So when you focus on that, it can have a lot of detrimental effects because you miss out on a lot of social opportunities with your teammates and you miss out on a lot of stuff outside of sports. So... The next one I have here is you feel like you're wasting time if you're not practicing or lifting. If any of you guys relate to that, you know, that's a big one. In high school, I felt like I was wasting all my time when I was texting girls, Snapchatting, you know, going to hang out with friends because the only thing I wanted to do was be on the ice and be around the hockey guys and, you know, compete and win and all that. And at the time, I thought it was okay. But, you know, I really don't have that much regret now, but it kind of still sits in the back of my head to think, okay, what if I did play another sport? Or what if I did get in with this team? You know, it's all stuff to think about. The next one I have here is social status. People want to be popular. Everyone listening to this right now, it may even have been you, okay? Sports do make you popular. 
people find out that you're that goal scorer, you're the quarterback, you're the top sprinter for the track team, you know, whatever, you go to states, you go to nationals, um, all that bullshit, you start getting popular. So what happens? People start liking you, people start, you know, uh, I don't know, kind of giving you more credit than you really need, and it gets to your head, and then it takes over, because now what do you want? You want more, right? And when that happens, that's where you kind of lose yourself, because now really all you're focused on is winning, 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 um, and you kind of lose yourself as a person, and you just see yourself as an athlete, and that's the worst thing you could do to yourself, and that's happened to me, um, and I think that heading is pretty important that I wrote down there, so you're not as really popular as you think, because as soon as you get out of high school and as soon as you get out of college, no one gives a shit about you anyway. I'll be honest. No one gives a fuck about you. All right? So enjoy your time um, and roll with the punches because it'll end real quick. The next one I have here is you have a strict schedule. I've said this a 100 times already. You're on the ice. You're on the field six, seven days a week. Um, some of you college athletes, I think they have it the worst, including, you know, schoolwork and meetings and all that crap. Um... It can be really taxing, and it actually plays into your sleep schedule too. You know, if you don't get enough sleep and recover, I'm sure you guys are well aware of that and how it affects your training. You got to be ready to go, and when you go from 6 a.m. to 8 or 9 p.m. or maybe midnight, depending on how much homework you have, you're screwing yourself up, and you're really snowballing yourself for failure in the end. And I think with sports specialization, that's what really makes a lot of people quit and a lot of people burn out is the schedule. Um, but if you're willing to go through that and you're willing to push yourself through it and you're still succeeding and you're doing really well and you have a great social life and a lot of friends and you're having fun, that's what matters. And I think a lot of people miss that because they get too intense um, and they really miss out on a lot of good opportunities outside of sports. So the next one I have here is future opportunities. When I was in high school, like I said, the only thing I wanted to do was play juniors. The only thing I wanted to do was play hockey, mostly because I thought girls would like me. And I just wanted to be a hockey player. <laughs> okay. It's true. I swear to God. Um, but that's obviously not where I ended up. And like I said earlier, that's not, that just wasn't the path for me. And it hit me like a sack of bricks. That's just what happens. So um, with future opportunities, I think people get hung up on the next level too much. And they stop focusing on developing themselves at this level, wherever you're at right now. Um, to where they just get clouded by their own ego and it just is detrimental to them in the end because they find out how hard it is to actually get to the next level or get to see those scouts and you know get your foot in the door and they realize that and then they just burn out or quit because they don't feel like dealing with it or putting in the work that they need to. So I think a lot of people get hung up on future opportunities and um, it really hurts them in the end, truly. So with quitting, that's the third one I have. Quitting is quitting, no matter what it is. Job, you know, sports, whatever. There's not really much, uh, there's no difference really with it. But the two little subheadings here I have is just regular burnout and pressure from parents. Oh, I have injuries here too. That's three. I lied to you. I'm sorry. Um, but burnout, you know, I, I just got burned out. And when I got to Jamestown, New York, I sat on that bench and I just thought, dude, I'm fucking done. I'm done with hockey. I don't want to play anymore. I have no passion for it. I have no you know, any drive left. I don't want to play. And when you get to that point where you're so fatigued and you're so mentally out of it and all that, uh, it causes people to quit. And the pressure from the parents, like I said earlier, with entitlement and all that bullshit, I have played with kids 
that have been in that boat, and I have coached kids that have been in that boat. And I feel horrible for them because their parents literally control their lives. Not, I mean, I get it, they're their parent, but they control their lives psychologically too. You know, if you if you have that mom or dad and you're listening right now and they were the ones that were screaming at you and pushing you and, you know, pulling you aside after games and yelling at you and just saying stupid shit instead of encouraging you or, um, you know, not being soft. I'm not... I'm not saying that your parents should have been candy asses, but I'm saying that when you don't have that parent that encourages or gives you constructive criticism, but rather just barks at you and yells at you and, you know, tells you you suck or you should have done this or that instead of focusing on what you did do or what maybe you just need to work on and put it in a professional way and talk to you instead of yell at you, um, I think that's where kids quit. That's where they. That's where you lose them, and then they show up to practice. And as a coach, you look at them, and you just know you can see it in their face that they don't want to be there, and it's horrible. And I feel really, really bad. So I've been on both sides, and I'm sure some of you listening right now have been too. You've been on that team where that one parent just just drills their kid with just negativity, and uh, they just bark at them the whole time. Or maybe it was your parent. So if you quit because of that, um, I understand. It wasn't me. Because my mom wasn't like that. She was very quiet. But uh, she always knew, you know, we always had long car rides. And those long car rides, what do you do? You talk. So she always talked to me instead of yelling at me. Now, there were some times where I would get in fights or punch kids in the face. And she would yell at me. And, you know, we'd have those discrepancies. But 90% of the time, she would always talk to me like a coach. Instead of yelling at me like an entitled, stupid fucking parent. And that's what I think really has made me the person today and the coach that I am today. Seriously. So um, if you're that person and, you know, with sports specialization, if your parents forced you into that position and you really didn't want to play that sport, that's another thing too. A lot of kids get stuck in sports that they don't really want to play because their parents just want to tell their fucking friends that, yeah, my son plays football, he's wearing my number. Or, oh yeah, my daughter's on the track team and she's doing the same events I'm doing because... I did those in high school and I set the state record and, you know, I want her to beat my record. Well, you don't see them at practice, dick face. You don't see them at school. They could be miserable and depressed. You know, they don't. maybe they don't want to play. And like I said earlier, my mom wouldn't give a shit if I played on the chess team or the hockey team. But she wanted me to make sure that I wanted to play. She didn't care. She would. She told me she would always find a way to pay for it. She would always find a way to get me to practice. That I don't have to worry about that. But she said if I go and I don't play well and I don't practice well. And she hears from the coach or she hears from someone else. Guess whose ass is getting chewed out? Mine. Because she's paying for it. She's putting in the time just as much as I am. But guess what? She never forced me into a sport that I didn't want to play. She would encourage me to try different sports. And I did. But in the end, you know... If you have a parent pressuring you into a sport you don't want to play, that's a talk you got to have with your parents. And it's really unfortunate because I've seen those kids and I've coached those kids too that don't want to be there and they're just dead weight standing there for you to coach. And it's really it's really horrible. So uh, that's another thing. And injuries. Like I said, with my back, um, it's not something that I ever bitched about because I did play after high school for a little bit. But uh, it's still something I deal with every day. I know some people have torn their ACLs in both knees, maybe more than once. I know one person that's torn their ACL two or three times, um, and they don't play anymore because of that, because they structurally don't have it anymore. 
And sometimes that's what happens. doesn't matter if you're the best player in the world. I'm sure you all of you see it at the pro level. Um, people get injured, and they're just not the same. Their shot's not the same. Their skating stride's not the same. You know, anything. Their route running isn't the same for football. You know, whatever, because of injuries. So I think that's why a lot of people quit, too. Um, that's basically it for the cons of sports specialization. I hope you guys kind of agreed on something I said there, or maybe, you know, thought, oh, you know what? Yeah, that was me, or that was my parent. Um, because I think a lot of this plays into a lot of different sports. So um, I'm going to move on to what I tell my athletes now. So I said all this shit for the past half hour. What do we have? Yeah, 32 minutes. Um, and you guys are probably thinking, all right, well, if you're a coach, CJ, what do you tell your kids and parents? And this is what I wrote down. I have a couple stories, actually. The Butler parent meeting that I had, um, when I first got hired as the strength coach for Butler Hockey, I had to talk in front of 55 parents, and I had no notes, and I had nothing ready to go because I didn't know I had to. <laughs> so uh, I was sweating, and I had no idea what to say because parents were expecting me to be professional and um, tell them what I was going to do. So what did I do? I kind of went back to my experience, and I looked at 55 parents in a room, and I said, if you think your kid is going to be Sidney Crosby, or if you think they should train like professional athletes, please take your kid out of the sport right now. And I got a bunch of blank stares. I got a bunch of like people opening their eyes like, uh, did he just say that? Because my kid is good, you know, all that stupid shit. But I said that, and I don't regret it, because I, I really touched on when I spoke to those parents. And after I said that, I went on to say um, about how these kids need to have fun, they need to play different sports in the offseason. They need to get away from the sport when they can. Um, and that the parents should really encourage them and let them do what they want and let them start making decisions for themselves and just provide that constructive criticism. And just, and, you know, it was more mental stuff than telling the parents, all right, your kids need to be eating this, this, and this, and all that. I touched on it, but it wasn't the emphasis in my speech and how I kind of operate. So, I kind of told them my background and, you know, how I was brought up and that's how I was. So I'm not afraid to tell a parent that um, their kids aren't going to be in the NHL. I'm just not. Because there's more to life than just sports. There is a lot more to life than just sports. So that makes me, makes me go on to my other point. Um, the camp I ran last August. This is what I tell my athletes. I had about 60 kids at this camp last August from 6th grade all the way up to a senior in high school. What I led with, I got all of them on the last day, and I said, seniors, I think we had like six seniors, I said, seniors, raise your hand if you're playing hockey after high school. Not one senior raised their hand, not one, and guess what the little kids did? They looked back, and they looked, and they looked for the hands, and they didn't see any, and then they looked back at me, and I said, there you go. And I asked each and every senior where they were going to school and what for. And then after that, I looked at everyone and I said, this is why sports are not life. This is why you can't specialize in something that you know isn't going to be right for you to take you to the next level of not sports, but your life. And I went on and I explained more and more, and I won't get into that in the podcast because it got kind of personal, but um, I basically explained to them you know, what I've been explaining to you guys about, you know, opportunities and burnout and 
um, injuries and all that and how it really plays into decision making and it real, will change year to year and I told them if your goal is to play at the next level you have to start putting in the work now because none of you are genetically gifted because I've seen all of them skate and I've seen all of them play and not one of them will get to the next level without consistent work and I laid that all out for them and of course some of them looked pissed off that was expected but some of them really I saw them shaking their heads yeah and that's where you get them right there that's where you get kids to realize that sports are not life and if you specialize in sports you have a really good chance of burning out getting injured or you have a lot of psychological stress that you'll have to deal with I'm not saying that you can't play sports in college or at the pro level or high school level, like whatever but that's a general rule to follow if you always realize that sports aren't life you'll be a lot happier because you'll get to do more things and enjoy more things so that's what I tell my athletes today and when an athlete comes up to me one-on-one and asks about playing sports in college or if they should play another sport I always encourage it because that's something I never got a chance to do because I only focused on that and I always tell those kids my story and usually some of those kids can you know nod their head and say yeah you know what I kind I'm I'm similar coach I'm similar to that I think like that I've kind of thought about that before and when I hear that that's where I get into more depth on a personal level and ask them what they want and not their parents and when they tell me you know they want to run track or they want to run cross country or you know play volleyball whatever it is whatever spring sport you know they offer um, I really encourage kids to go do that and sometimes that's the only encouragement they need because now they have that validation not for themselves but from someone they trust and I'm glad people can look at me and trust me with those kind of decisions because I've been in their shoes and I've been in the shoes that 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 they want to go to if that makes sense to you guys I'm not some Joe Schmo that you know played high school hockey and I all I do is you know sit at home now I've been in their shoes at the high school level I've been in their shoes at the junior level even though it wasn't for long I was still there and I've been in their shoes at the college level I get it alright and that's why this subject is really important to me because so many people miss out on a lot of shit because they're too focused on the sport and not their life and they think that sports are going to be their whole life until they graduate high school or college and realize that oh shit I actually have to do something with my life now sports are over and that's where kids get burned out that's where people lose that's where people become fucking bums because they didn't prepare themselves for the real world leading up to that moment where they don't play anymore and it's very sad so I try to prepare my athletes um, not just in the gym but outside of the gym and mentally too try to get them to taste different flavors of different jobs um, different internships I tell kids you should be doing an internship every summer between ninth grade and twelfth grade when you graduate and then you should do more internships in college I really push that because if you don't taste the flavors if you have something set in your mind it will change and if you don't get experience doing that thing before it changes you're never gonna know and then you're gonna get a job you're gonna hate it then you're gonna be stuck there and you're not gonna do what makes you happy And I say all of this shit I'm telling you guys right now to all of my athletes every single one of them and every single one of them can vouch for that and be a witness for that at least the ones that have having the balls to come up to me and ask me so that's what I tell my athletes um, you gotta enjoy your time it will end and all of you listening right now if you're done playing sports you know I know I just explained to you for the last 40 fucking minutes about how I know 
but I'm sure you know in your own way. Whatever sport you played, whatever you know, thing you did, um, you know. Sports are not life. Let me leave you with that. All right? Now, my final message. I don't really regret a lot about playing hockey, but I do regret not making more time for friends. And it's the same way now with me and work. I haven't done a podcast for two months. I've gone out once in two and a half months with my friends. Why? Because there's more to life. And I know that you have to put in consistent work, not just in sports, but for anything you want, like a job or anything like that. So my friends get that. And now I'm doing this podcast two and a half months later because I, it's not that I didn't have the time because that's a fucking excuse. I didn't want to make the time because I have different priorities and my priorities have switched. And that will happen. Do not sport specialize. Play as much as you can, when you can, for as long as you can. And then do that same shit when you stop playing sports when it comes to life and jobs. And that's what I'm going through right now. So that's the message I'm going to leave you guys with. Um, I hope you really, really, really connected to this podcast. It means a lot to me. I got pretty intense there at the end. Um, I apologize for that. But uh, I, I really think it's extremely important. You know, you know what? Before I end this podcast, let's put... I didn't really talk about this. Let's put genetic skill aside. Let's put entitlement aside. Okay? Let's put, you know, where you were born aside. Let's put all that aside. Maybe you're just not good enough to play at the next level. Why? Because you don't work hard enough. And you're not consistent. So if you're not any of those things, you don't deserve to be at the next level. Alright? Let me just make it plain to you. If you're not consistent with your work, you're not going to succeed. Doesn't matter if it's sports or a job or anything. Alright? Maybe you just don't have what it takes to make it to the next level. And most people don't realize that until it's already over. And they already lost. So prepare yourself. Okay? You might be able to. You might not be able to. That's about it. So... I'm going to leave you guys with that. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. I'm glad I got to get back on the mic. I know this is a long episode, but I hope you guys listened to some of it. Um, and I hope you really take away from it or kind of connect to a piece of material that I talked about. Uh, that was my experience with sports specialization. If you are a coach or a trainer and you don't know how to answer questions like that when people come up to you, I hope this podcast helped. Um, kind of help formulate an answer for you to give your own clients or athletes when they do come to you with questions like that and uh, you'll be able to answer it really quickly and you'll start to become a role model for that person and someone that they can trust and that's what it's all about it's about being there it's not always about coaching it's sometimes about being a counselor and really sharing with them what you've experienced and how you can connect with them seriously so um, I hope you guys have an awesome day and I will see you guys on the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon.